The transfer portal opens in just over a week. I think this is going to be a crazy one for the Miami Hurricanes. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happiest of Sundays, I'm Alex Dono, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. We're part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Transfer Portal is opening on December 4th. I believe Miami's biggest needs, defensive tackle, no question about it. I'm hearing Miami may try to get three defensive tackles in the portal, if not even more than that. I think safety is going to be a big-time need in the portal and quarterback. I believe quarterback is going to be a top need in the transfer portal because this is just my opinion. I'm not expecting Tyler Van Dyke to be back next year, and I definitely have my concerns as to whether or not Jakari Brown is going to be back next year. If you guys were following Jakari on uh, on social media, Instagram and X the last couple of days, you know, he sent out a post where, you know, it really seems like he wants to play or wanted to get some playing time. He did warm up in the Boston College game, but never ended up getting in. Something about how, like, you guys wouldn't believe how much mental exhaustion goes into, you know, not actually doing anything, as in not actually playing. So, I hope he can be part of Miami's plans next year. I really do, but um, we'll see how that one goes. Didn't play a single snap this season. So we're going to be answering your questions on this episode. You guys have been firing away on the Locked on Canes Insiders chat. If you want to sign up for Locked on Canes Insiders, I include a link in the show description below. Not only can you ask me questions, text messages go directly from your phone to my phone and vice versa. I give you guys on Locked on Canes Insiders recruiting scoops, show notes, breaking news from Miami, all sorts of stuff. Try it free for 14 days by clicking the link in the show description below. Then if you like it, you can opt in after two weeks for $4.99 a month. We give you, we try to give you anyway, a lot of added value on there. So we get a question from Jordan who says, who would be the current players that you would try to throw the NIL bags at in order to keep them in college or out of the transfer portal? And I wanted to start with that question because we we talk so much about who Miami might try to bring in in the portal. We don't talk as much about, you know, who you'd like to, you know, you'd like to try to keep out of the portal. You know, players you'd like to convince are part of your future's plans. And then he threw in the NFL draft aspect of it as well. I always say it, folks. Um, I never want to make it sound like I'm trying to tell players not to go pro, right? If you have the opportunity to jumpstart your NFL career, because nothing is guaranteed. If you think you can get into the league in 2024, uh, if you come back to school for another year, you risk the possibility of injury. Even if you are you know, getting a good NIL sum to be in college, you still risk your NFL future if you think you can secure that a year earlier. So I never like to tell players what to do. Now, at the same time, it would be really nice if Miami can, you know, try to keep one of their top two safeties, right? Because James Williams and Cam Kinchins both have a year of eligibility remaining, but I, I see probably both of them trying to go pro, going pro this year. So, and, and on that note, what little safety depth you have behind them, 
you need to try to keep guys like Markeith Williams. Hopefully you can keep him from, for whatever reason, you know, leaving or entering the portal. You know, Caleb Spencer's a true freshman heading into a sophomore year. Redshirt freshman year it would be for him next year. You know, you need to try and keep your, your safety room together. Um, you know, there are guys like, man, I, I think that the future could be bright. Obviously, he just wasn't, for whatever reason, equipped this year to play in this offense. But Jaleel Skinner, who barely played this year, I would worry about a guy like that entering the transfer portal. Um, you need to try to keep your tight end room together at all costs, right? That That's an area where everybody looks and says, hey, they were barely targeted this year in the passing game, really up until the Boston College game where tight ends had five catches. And, you know, there was another one by uh, McCormick that was dropped that really should have been a catch. So the tight end room didn't really get thrown to a lot until the final game. You need to make sure you keep Riley Williams happy. I'm telling you, Riley Williams, true freshman this year out of IMG Academy, he could be the next great one. Like he could be the next tight end you stud at Miami. Watched him at IMG Academy, and he's six foot six, I think. He's gigantic. He's already a great blocker, and he had, you know, some minor impacts in the passing game this year, but not a whole lot. Still developing. I'm telling you, Riley Williams is going to be a good one. You need to make sure he stays locked in and stays engaged this year. Uh, then in terms of, you know, somebody who's probably going to decide to go pro and I wouldn't blame him for doing it is Leonard Taylor. Um, you know, still, you know, you can still have those discussions that, man, if Taylor came back for another year and he just shows more consistency, he'd be a first round pick the following year. I don't know what he's going to decide to do. Uh, obviously, he is draftable. I don't think he's a first round pick, but Leonard Taylor would be drafted. But man, if you could keep a guy like that for another year. I say this selfishly as a fan, but we talk about defensive tackle depth all the time. Struggled with depth already this year. Next year is going to be an even bigger struggle with depth. So, you know, if you could find a way to keep a guy like that, that would be certainly to Miami's advantage, right? Oh, man, got a question about transfer portal quarterbacks I want to get into on the other side because, again, my... You know, this is not uh, anything that's been, this news has not been broken. I'm not reporting anything. It's just my suspicion. My suspicion is that Tyler Van Dyke probably won't be back next year. Uh, and if that's the case, you're going to have a really thin, really young quarterback room, right? I mean, Emery Williams going to be heading into his second year. Judd Anderson is coming in, class of 2024. I hope Miami can land C.J. Bailey in the class of 2024, the Chaminade quarterback that they just recently offered Bailey, and they're trying to flip him from NC State. Uh, I think Bailey would be a nice uh, nice guy to add some depth there. We wonder, you know, we don't know for sure if Jakari Brown's going to be back or not. Luke Nickel, who's a really good high school quarterback, he doesn't come in until 2025. So Miami's going to need a transfer portal quarterback or two. We got a question about that. I'll give you my wish list. The transfer portal quarterbacks who some of these guys aren't even in the portal, but guys who could be that I would like to see Miami go after. So you know what you want to do, my friends? You want to keep it locked right here. We are only getting started on this episode of Locked on Canes. Buying last minute tickets to sporting events. 
should not and is not a stressful experience. It shouldn't be stressful, and it isn't stressful if you download the Game Time app. Guys, I'm telling you, day before and day of events, you can get some of the best deals, right? I remember helping one of our listeners out with $1 tickets to the Virginia game. $1 tickets. He took his whole family. You know, it was like uh, it was like buying a couple Happy Meals or something. It was, uh, you know, you find these great deals at Game Time. Uh, I also love how at Game Time, you can see the view from your seat right on the app. Exactly what angle and what distance you have from the field or from the court or from the stage. Because it's not just sporting event tickets, guys. Sporting events, comedy shows, concerts, musical theater. They have it all right in your area on the Game Time app. And the magical thing about Game Time is the Game Time Guarantee. With the Game Time Guarantee, you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less... Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College. All one word, Locked On College for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free. Even on a Sunday, we're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we got a question from Jake. Not Jake from State Farm, just Jake, who says, hey, if Miami decides to pursue a quarterback, who are the top three they have in mind? Uh, Jake, I can't tell you who they have in mind because they have not shared their plans with me, Okay. But I can give you some quarterbacks who uh, some of these are already have announced they're going to be in the portal when the portal opens at December 4th. Uh, others we suspect might look for a change of scenery. Uh, but I'll give you my top three and then a couple bonus picks as well. How about that? Um, personally, I'm really bullish on Will Rogers from Mississippi State. And I'm going to put him as number one only because he's definitely transferring. He announced it after the uh, the Egg Bowl. He announced that he's going to be looking for a different destination. He's got one more year of eligibility. Uh, so he's experienced. He's going to be final year graduate transfer. So he would be like a nice bridge, right? You could get a year of Will Rogers quarterbacking a team that look I think Miami Miami's team next year ready to compete for an ACC championship and then you know who knows if you get solid quarterback play so I think Will Rogers could be a great one-year stopgap for Miami and that would allow Emory Williams or you know Judd Anderson or CJ Bailey or whoever kind of another year of seasoning to get ready to take over after Rogers and people might not realize how good of a career Rogers has had with the Bulldogs so far He's got 12,315 career passing yards. That's the second most in SEC history, right? So, uh, and he could be a good scheme fit, Rodgers, because he, you know, I know we didn't necessarily see as much, quote unquote, air raid as Miami fans wanted this year, but that's that's Shannon Dawson's background. That's Dawson's bread and butter. And Rodgers is an air raid quarterback. He came up under the late Mike Leach, you know, who passed away last year and so Rodgers you know already knows similar terminology so I think he could fit like a glove under Shannon Dawson who came up from that same air raid coaching tree that Mike Leach came up in so I think the scheme fit could be there so uh, I'd be bullish at the idea of Rodgers and we know he is going to transfer so that's one that I put atop my list for that reason 
a guy who's been hot, hotly rumored to be transferring. I don't think he's going to announce anything until after he's played in his conference championship game, which is coming up this week. Tulane quarterback Michael Pratt. Another experienced guy would be coming for one final year of eligibility. Uh, good quarterback, very productive quarterback. And there's a South Florida tie-in with Pratt from Tulane. He played his high school ball and grew up at Deerfield Beach. So you know that'd be kind of a homecoming of sorts for him if he were to decide to take his talents here. Um, he's thrown 21 touchdowns to just four interceptions this year. In fact, uh, Pratt has never thrown double-digit interceptions. I think six is the most he's ever thrown in a season at Tulane. So he's, he's got a history of taking care of the football, which is always nice. All right, so I'll throw in a few more here. Again, this guy, this guy's not in the transfer portal. I don't know if he will be, but since his head coach got fired midseason, you never know, and that's Connor Wegman. Connor Wegman from Texas A&M. They still don't have uh, a coach there because last I checked, uh, Mark Stoops turned him down. Texas A&M was hot and heavy for Mark Stoops, but he decided to stay at Kentucky. So they're they're still looking for a coach, right? Do they try to throw the kitchen sink at Ryan Day to leave Ohio State? Yeah, we'll see what happens there. But there's always a chance that Wegman will transfer because the coach that recruited him is no longer there. Uh, excellent dual threat player. You know, he's he's got more eligibility than the other guys. So if you bring in a guy like Connor Wegman, who can hurt you with his legs or his arm and did a lot of good things at Texas A&M before his season ending injury this year, um, you bring in a guy like that, he's only going to be a sophomore. So that would be, you know, checking off a long-term and a short-term box. We don't know if he's going to hit the portal, but I like that player a lot. You know, another uh, a name that I've started here floating around, and this is very much a rumor, right? I'm not going to put a whole lot of stock into this, but a couple people have mentioned this one to me. Talia Tungovailoa, who's with uh, Maryland. Now, he's already transferred once. So if he were, and he's not in the portal, he's still, you know, still at Maryland as far as anybody knows. Uh, I think he would be a grad transfer if he were to decide to go. Uh, we know the Tungovailoa family is a very tight-knit group. They spend a lot of time in South Florida with Tua. So logistically, it could make sense for him to want to be closer to his family. Um, you know, he, he does commit a lot more turnovers than the previous names that I mentioned. So there would be some risk, high risk, high reward. Uh, but he does have that experience, and he is a productive passer when he's on his game. So, you know, you'd have to wonder. And again, I don't know if he's going to hit the portal, but a couple people have brought that name up to me, so I wanted to bring it up. And then, you know, another one who would be a long-term guy, not a short-term. I love this guy coming out of high school. Dante Moore, would he leave UCLA? You know, he was uh, he, he was eventually benched there, uh, but was the starter at UCLA as a true freshman. All the freaking talent in the world coming out of high school. And this was a guy, Miami, I don't know how far they actually got with him, but Miami did recruit more when he was a five-star quarterback a couple of years ago. Miami focused more on Jaden Rashada, and that ended up being one of the weirdest sagas. But, you know, Dante Moore is another one that if he did decide to transfer, I, I would throw his name into the mix as well. Get a question from our guy, Quazy, who says, do you think the A.J. Allen and Mark Fletcher combination are going to be the start to a running back room like the ones of old with Portis, McGahee, Davenport, Gore? Um, yes. You know, I, I don't know if that combination with running backs coming in, I don't know if they're going to win, you know, a national title like the other names you mentioned did, but... Mark Fletcher, uh, and you know, a, he mentions AJ Allen because he's he's still got, I think, two more, maybe three more years of eligibility after this one. Because I think his first year he played under 
under five games, so he kept his red shirt. And then you got to think about uh, if and when Trevante Citizen gets healthy again. That's another guy. I hope we don't lose Trevante Citizen in the portal, right? Just because just because of the numbers, right? All the running backs Miami has. I hope you can keep that guy. Chris Johnson, once Johnson becomes more of a comfortable pass blocker, he's got the the burning speed. Miami's bringing in Chris Wheatley Humphrey and Kevin Riley, who are going to be really, really good. Um, you know, another guy I hope doesn't transfer is Don Chaney. But again, you've got so many running backs in this room. So yeah, I could see Miami's running back room could be as good or at least close to being on par to, you know, that crazy deep running back room from 2001 that everybody talks about where you had a bunch of future NFL starters just in the same backfield. So would not surprise me if if uh, if we have the makings of that. That that is one area where Miami has uh, an embarrassment of riches, especially when you consider two more great ones coming in in this coming recruiting class. Um, texter, sorry, a uh, a well, yeah, a texter on our Locked On Canes Insider, Stephen C, says, "Who will be our quarterback for the bowl game if Jakari Brown and Tyler Van Dyke both go into the transfer portal before the bowl?" Um, Jaden George. Fifth-year walk-on, perhaps? Uh, would Miami just decide to kind of, hey, let's uh, let's play a non-traditional, let's play a wildcat for the entire game? Brashard Smith. Brashard Smith is another guy I hope doesn't enter the transfer portal. I know he probably didn't get used as much as he wanted to be used this year. But I don't know, man. I think if uh, if you don't have JB or TVD, and obviously you won't have Emery Williams because he's still recovering from the broken arm, um, I, I think the next man up is the experienced walk-on, Jaden George. Uh, I don't I don't see anybody because you, you do have three other walk-ons, but they're all freshmen. And George, I think, is a fifth-year guy. So I think – and he's usually the one who gets, like, the most prominent practice reps out of the walk-ons. So I think he would probably be next man up there. Oh, man. Uh, all right, we'll take more of your questions on the other side. Someone has a question about whether or not a top 10 recruiting class is still a possibility for Miami. and. Folks, even though Miami's recruiting class is currently ranked 11th by 24-7 sports, the path to top 10, I think, is more difficult than a lot of people think. I'll explain what would have to happen for Miami to have a top 10 recruiting class. You know what you want to do? You want to keep it locked right here. I'm also going to give you guys a couple of awesome stats that illustrate how Miami this year really should have been better than seven game winners. If you compare last year, five and seven statistics to this year, seven and five, Miami should have improved by more than two victories. Uh, hopefully the building blocks are there for double digit wins in the near future. But man, you want to keep it locked right here. We're not done yet on this new episode of Locked on Canes. Folks, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. And hey, if you bet on the South Florida football teams this past weekend, Miami Hurricanes won and covered at Boston College. Miami Dolphins won and covered at the New York Jets. You're counting your dough right now, thanks to FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. And guys, 
I hope you're taking advantage of the 24-7 sports channel that Locked On has on YouTube. Subscribe to Locked On Sports today. Locked On Sports today literally never stops. 24-7, you've got talking heads out there, national and local hosts on the Locked On Network, hitting all the big sports stories in every sport. It really is fantastic. So make sure you check out Locked On Sports today after you check us out here on Locked On Canes. Make that your second listen. And you can literally keep that on all day long, and you're getting some good nuggets all throughout the day. All right, we get a question from Candle Grad, who says, hey, is a top 10 recruiting class a possibility for Miami? So yes and no, okay? Um, the Hurricanes are just outside the top 10 but here's the catch. Miami's got 27, sorry, 26, I think, 26 verbal commits in the class of 2024 right now. When most of the teams in front of them in the top 10 have low 20s, 20, 21, 22, something like that. And, um, you know, you think about the scholarship limits, right? 85 maximum scholarship players. Um, you're going to have some roster turnover. Sure. There's going to be some players who graduate. There's going to be some players who leave through the portal. You might even, you know, lose a flip or two within your own class. I hope that doesn't happen, but it's always something you watch out for between now and national signing day. But still, uh, I don't see Miami adding more than maybe two or three more verbal commits than they have right now. Whereas teams in front of them in the top 10 theoretically would be adding more players because Miami is kind of closer to their scholarship limit than some of these other teams are. So keep that in mind. The path to top 10 though, I believe would have to include flipping a blue chip player from one of the teams in front of you, right? There's been you know a lot of chatter about how Miami is still very much in the thick of it, recruiting a guy like Ellis Robinson the fourth, five-star cornerback who's been committed to Georgia. He's given Miami a long, hard look. If you could add a guy like Ellis into your class, that would help you potentially vault into the top 10, right? There's been all sorts of rumors uh, about uh, Armando Blunt, who flipped to Florida State. Is he thinking about flipping back to Miami? It seems unlikely at this moment, but again, if something like that were to happen, that could get you in the top 10. If you could flip one of the very many five-star defensive tackles that you recruited and didn't land that are sitting on teams who are in front of you in recruiting, that could help you get in the top 10. And yeah, Jeremiah Smith, right? Uh, I don't think he's likely to flip to Miami. I don't, but we know Miami hasn't stopped recruiting him. He's got the local ties. If the Hurricanes were to land his high school quarterback, Bailey, I think that would help Miami's chances at least a little bit, if not significantly. If you can flip a guy like that, who's the number one recruit in the country, that would get you into the top 10. Now, again, I'm not saying Miami's flipping Jeremiah Smith. I believe at the end of the day, um, he sticks with Ohio State, unless maybe if Texas A&M were to poach Ryan Day from Ohio State, Chaos, right? Anyone could flip out of that class. Uh, however, I will say, though, that the signs have been pointing in recent weeks more towards Florida State, that if Jeremiah Smith were to leave or flip his Ohio State pledge, that Florida State would be a little bit more likely than Miami right now. So keep that in mind. But if Miami could flip a guy like that, any of those names that I mentioned, if you could flip one of the five-star defensive tackles, like, and by the way, I don't think Miami's flipping LJ McCray. I think that that visit that he made uh, was more to support his teammate, Zay Mincy. He seems still pretty locked in with Florida, McCray does. But if you could flip a guy like that or Justin Scott or David Stone, that would help your cause significantly. So I, I think. Um, 
you know, it would it would actually be as likely for Miami to drop a spot or two as teams in front of you add more players uh, and teams right behind you add more players. But if you could flip a big name guy, then that would that would help you secure a top 10 class. No, no doubt about that. Uh, we get a question from Trailblazer six who says, are you taking the over or under of one point five on how many of the following will leave before the start of next season? Lance Guidry. Shannon Dawson, Tyler Van Dyke, Jakari Brown. Uh, I guess I'd take the over 1.5 because I th I think TVD is probably leaving. I think there's a probably a better than 50% chance Jakari leaves. That's just my opinion. Um, I do think Lance Guidry is going to stay, right? I don't, I don't think he, uh, you know, there have been the rumors out there, LSU, USC are looking for a defensive coordinator. I think Lance is happy here, and I think Miami values him enough that if they, you know, if they if they have to give him a raise to stay, I believe that they would do that. I don't I don't expect Miami to lose Guidry, and I don't expect Austin to leave either. Uh, you know, I think if, if nothing else, he showed us in that Boston College game how good it can be if you're getting good, consistent quarterback play. Uh, so you know, I, I'd like to see Dawson have another year of continuity and all the offensive players to have another year in his system. So I, I'd like to think you keep both of the coaches. You might potentially lose both of the quarterbacks that you mentioned, though. Uh, this question from Ed came in. This was He wrote this to me, I think, before the Florida State-Florida game, but it still has some relevance. He says, hey, are we going for FSU so that the ACC has a re representative in the college football playoff, or are we going for Florida because we don't want FSU playing for another championship? Uh, now... For me, trying to decide who to root for between Florida State and Florida is like, hey, which type of poison do you prefer? It's like, eh, I don't want to do either one, man. I didn't want to see either of those teams win. Um, I do think probably the lesser of two evils would have been, and they lost, but if Florida had won that game, I think that would have been the lesser of two evils. Um, because listen, I, I'm not, I, I don't, I have no allegiance to the ACC. I I'm not going to say, Oh, I, I really want an ACC team to be in the college football playoff. I hate this freaking conference, the most incompetent officials, the most incompetent leadership. I, I do not root for the ACC and I certainly don't root for Florida state. I certainly don't want to see them win a national title. So, and I still don't think they will. Cause how are you, how is that team going to win a national championship without Jordan Travis? It is impossible. It is not going to happen, but I think Florida winning would have been the lesser of two evils. Uh, and also, had Florida won that game and been bowl eligible, there's a chance Miami could have potentially matched up with Florida in a bowl game. And, you know, un unless they become one of those rare five and seven teams that gets tagged for a bowl, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's in the cards for them, but it's happened before. They're not bowl eligible. So, you know, unfortunately, we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait until – early September next year because Miami opens at the swamp next year. So I, I thought Florida winning would have been the lesser of two evils. Uh, I will say though, hate to see Florida state win, but I did cash in because I had Florida state minus six and a half on FanDuel. So at least I profited from it guys. Oh man. We, you know, I always do this. We always have more questions that I have time to answer. So we'll, we'll try to answer more of you guys' questions on an upcoming show. I also, I answered some of your questions on my newest uh, allhurricanes.com mailbag. Guys, make sure you're checking out allhurricanes.com every single day. We work our butts off on that website. Brian Smith, me, 
Uh, Lefty Liam, Rowdy, Chalupa Batman, Hoodie Girl now has a presence at allhurricanes.com. I'm telling you, man, you want Hurricanes news, you want opinions, you want great video content, check out allhurricanes.com. And thank you again for making Locked on Canes your first listen. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit that thumbs up button and subscribe to our channel. If you're listening to the audio version, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your pods. And we will talk to you guys again tomorrow. We'll have a big Monday episode. We'll have a big week coming up on Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.